Hello folks, it's Christopher here, still working at bringing heaven to earth. It's possible, we know how to do it, it's just a matter of are we going to do this? And uh, the first thing apparently we're going to have to do is to create some understanding of the crisis in faith that's going on. Uh, we're taking faith to a whole new level of blind faith and it's going all the way to the point of meanness. And so we should try to get a handle on that and try to get off in a new direction and see if we can practice faith as something that is helpful and a blessing to the whole world. So in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 1, it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So we're going to look at that a little closer. Um, you know, apparently, uh, confidence, this is about confidence, and it's about assurance about things that we don't see. So faith is not contrary to reason, but it's about confidence and a sense of assurance. So let's talk about degrees of confidence. We'll put this into the perspective of degrees of confidence. And the idea is that if you have absolute confidence, then you can have blind faith and you're really sure and you know exactly and nothing's wrong and nothing, you know exactly what's going on, which of course we know that that doesn't exist. There's no such thing as absolute confidence. Even when people are really sure that they know what's going on, uh, they're wrong. <laughs> That's the short version of it. Um, there's no such thing as absolute confidence. When you're really sure, you can still be mistaken and come upon new information or a new way of thinking that allows you to uh, see something more and more in depth so that you realize you don't know everything. And it's a, a humility, a humbling practice. It's something of practicing humility to keep your mind open to new information and new ideas because ain't nobody on the planet knows it all, okay? And we're all learning all the time. So that's the first level of absolute confidence doesn't exist, okay? You know, people who have blind faith and absolute confidence at the same time, you're off on the wrong direction. You need to take a closer look at what you're doing and what, why you're thinking these things. So how do we do that? Okay, let's look at the next level of degrees of confidence and just say, okay, we have high confidence. We know what we've seen. We know what our senses are telling us. And we have a lot of confidence in that. Now, still, even the, according to the science we've seen, uh, we shouldn't have more than 50% confidence even in what we see and hear and, you know, what our other senses are telling us. So let's keep that open. But then high confidence also comes when we have factual reports from reliable sources. So that breaks kind of down into two parts. First of all, you have facts. You have facts versus opinion. It's uh, People take facts and then they start giving you their opinion about those facts. Well, it's no longer facts when you start doing that. Uh, when you start offering interpretations of the facts uh, as fact, then you're just misleading people. 
And that's what a lot of these uh, news media people are doing. Uh, and then the other side of that is, okay, you have facts on the one side. The second part is having a reliable source, uh, a source that doesn't have an agenda and a purpose and a point of view that they want to get across and, and con you into. Uh, they have a bias, and we know that uh, th the red flag of bias is any time that you strongly agree with, thing, with something, that's bias. Any time that you strongly disagree with something, that's bias. So if you're biased, step back, cool down, and take another look at things, okay? So your facts may not be facts if you're really uh, convinced that you've got the right thing. Uh, double check. Go ahead and double check. Do some research. Figure it out. A third way that we can have high confidence is that science has done an experiment and they've tested a particular assumption and they've repeated it over and over uh, in various times and places and different people can repeat it and get the same information. So that's the scientific method of knowing. People leave off that last part. It's the scientific method of knowing. Okay, this is a way of knowing. That's what science is. There are other ways of knowing. Um, but we're not going to get into epistemology right now. Okay, so anyway, science uh, also gives evidence for something or evidence against something, science never proves anything. And here's why. Because science always leaves the door open to new data, new information, and new ways of thinking about things, new understanding. So science is always evolutionary, and people who say, oh, prove it, well, you're, you're immediately um, putting yourself up against reality because reality doesn't even work that way. And if you're in conflict with reality, guess who's got the problem? Not reality, I promise you that. Okay, so when you have high confidence, you also have to look at what you're going to end up with out of your high confidence. Is the uh, evidence of your senses, the evidence of a reliable source, is the evidence of science meaningful or is it meaningless? If you, if you have good evidence and it's strong and it's repeated and you know other uh, credible people are talking about it, then you probably have something that might have some meaning to it. It might be meaningful. It might make sense. But if you're repeating stuff that other people are saying who have done the research, who have done the, the study, and they're saying that doesn't make sense, that's meaningless, then, you, again, we need to double-check what we've got going on and figure out what we can do with this. So, okay, that's one level of high confidence. Now, another, uh, okay, so we started out with absolute confidence and high confidence. And now we're going to go from into another level of high confidence where we're talking about blind faith, which I mentioned earlier. Confidence without the evidence of your own senses, a reliable source or scientific method is blind faith. You have confidence without a real verification of what you're talking about. You, you just heard somebody say it and you, some, you trust that person or they're an authority that agrees with what you already thought. 
well, that's just a blind faith and you're fooling yourself and you're fooling each other. Uh, instead, you have that sense of assurance about what we do not see. Okay, so blind faith. We don't see this. We don't have good, reliable reports. We don't have scientific method applied. We have blind faith. So there are two types of blind faith. Now, the first one is the conscious practice of believing in something. You believe something. You focus your attention and energy on something that you desire to be true and that is becoming true and becoming real. So you have faith. You, you hold that faith and you know what's coming. Okay, and that's kind of a religious kind of faith, isn't it? Because we know heaven is coming. We just uh, want to get there sooner. So we want to have more understanding that gets us there sooner, according to this, what the ancient spiritual writings say. Okay, but then there's this second type of blind faith. Uh, high confidence about nonsense. Um, we've been fooled into believing things. We feel assured, but we don't have any evidence. And we feel assured even though it's obviously a lie. If we did any checking on it, any fact checking on it, it's an obvious lie. And yet we believe it. That's a kind of blind faith that is not good for you and me. This kind of blind faith is instilled through a repeated deception. Certain people have written books about this. They call it propaganda and they call it salesmanship, convincing people of things that aren't true simply by insisting that they are true. And so people start to believe it. And so then if you get uh, a news media or a social media outlet that is continuously repeating these kinds of things that a lot of, there's a lot of controversy about, then you shouldn't have a lot of blind faith in that. <clears throat> um, blind faith is also a psychological propaganda method that was used 80 years ago in World War II. It's nothing new. It's going on today. And, and it's really being used heavily today, actually. It's a method that makes us susceptible to suggestion. It opens our minds up to things without, uh, without really filtering them or criticizing them or taking a close look at them. So we're susceptible to suggestion. We're vulnerable to misinformation because of blind faith. We just trust. And then whenever we're susceptible, somebody out there is implanting ideas so that the mind holds them as a truth. And that's not good. It's not truth. People are making stuff up. People are starting with facts and then making stuff up based on facts. That's just a, it's a fiction with some facts thrown in. And no evidence, no reasoning goes into that. And yet we follow that and a lot of us listen to that kind of thing. So we're fooled by that kind of faith. That's blind faith. It's not good for us. And we're susceptible to propaganda, political propaganda that is going on heavily today and is in a lot of media outlets. And so we have to look for credible sources of reliable information.
And there's ways to do that. Well, if you take uh, blind faith a step further, where you're actually trying to fool people, that's meanness. People are actually weaponizing your blind faith. You're, they're weaponizing your vulnerability or your suggestibility by intentionally manipulating and controlling us. But not just for any reason, you know. People manipulate each other all day long because everybody has a different opinion. But the thing is, is that whenever it's for another person's advantage and the disadvantage of those around them, that's meanness. And we shouldn't allow that and we should identify it. We should speak up and point it out and let people know that's just being mean. You know, that word needs to come back into the popular usage because there's a lot of meanness going on out there with people manipulating and controlling us for their own advantage at the expense of the majority of other people. So we need to stop that. <clears throat> you know, religion has trained us to have blind faith, and they do that in two different ways. The first way is that we're supposed to believe that the Bible is the Word of God, okay? Even though Jesus teaches otherwise, even though the Bible itself teaches otherwise, we're supposed to have this blind faith that the Bible is the final word and it's the truth. And so dismiss all science and everything else because the Bible is right. What a bunch of garbage. And people are actually out there t teaching this as Christianity, and it has nothing to do with what Jesus teaches. What Jesus, and, and uh, by the way, I studied the Bible and even read the ancient Greek for 47 years. I happen to know what I'm talking about. So the Bible is a great book, and it has the Word of God in there, but it is not the Word of God. And you can't just pull out a verse and say, that's the law, and you're breaking the law and start accusing other people. That's wrong. That is wrong. The other way that religion has trained us to have blind faith is to have uh, faith to, to believe in a person. And obviously the archetype of that is to believe in the Pope or a patriarch or on local churches it might be an elder or a pastor to believe what they say. And, you know, that's the truth. And just to open your mind up and allow them to plant ideas and let it be that way. I know one pastor that decided that... Uh, uh, he was going to be an anti-masker, and he just didn't wear a mask during the COVID uh, thing. And, you know, just the wrong thing to do. Now we're in a big crisis. So so we're supposed to believe what this person says instead of what Jesus teaches or instead of the Holy Spirit as a teacher, which is what Jesus actually teaches, or instead of anybody else, you know, some... Uh, Muslim iman or some guru or some other authority figure we're supposed to just open up our minds allow them to tell us the way it is and and not even try to argue it or you know if you argue it then you're sinning and you're going to go to hell and you're going to be tortured for all eternity what a bunch of garbage and manipulation and we fall for this well 
Religions train us to believe with blind faith. And power-mad megalomaniacs use that to manipulate us and to control us and to mind brainwash us to bend our minds according to their private agenda, to their benefit, to their advantage, even at our own expense. These megalomaniacs want freedom. They want freedom from government, freedom from taxes. And so they're using these methods to bend our minds. And the only way this rich minority can have that is to control the democratic majority. If, they can, if the rich minority controls the democratic majority, then they've got control of the government and a co control of our country. And they can do whatever they want. And that's exactly what they're doing. And they're using this blind faith that we've been taught to trust uh, ever since we were young children. Well, megalomaniacs want a government that they can take away and go drown in a bathtub. They want something that's that small and weak. And these megalomaniacs want no democracy because the majority votes for imposing fair taxes. Sometimes it gets carried away. But having no taxes or the low taxes that can't even pay for the expenses of our country, we need to deal with that and get that back in balance. Uh, we need to stop following megalomaniacs. They are anti-government anti-democracy, anti-taxes, and that's anti-American. And we need to deal with that. They are manipulating you to destroy our democratic republic. They don't even want you to call it a democratic republic, but that's exactly what it is. The people vote. We all vote. That is the dem democracy of our republic. So you're being fooled. And they're only using your belief in God against you for their own purposes. They're manipulating you. These are God-awful people. Stay tuned because I'm going to show you specific instances of how you're being sucked into the greatest con ever known on earth. And I think that's what's going on right now. And I think it's become obvious because you can't hide it forever, but they've been trying to be stealthy, which is why a lot of these political figures won't show up for debates. They won't come out and actually campaign. They only want to talk to other rich people, this rich minority that's taken control of our government. When you see what's going on in these specific instances, then you'll be able to free yourself from it. And that's part of the purpose of my podcast is simply to free you from this old, stuck, manipulative, evil way of thinking and to instill a new paradigm where you can understand that heaven is possible right here on earth. That's actually what Jesus taught and the Bible does not teach that when you die, you go to heaven. Go look. Go see what it says. You can manipulate some verses to say that, but what Jesus actually taught is that we are responsible for bringing the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Go read the parable about the ten minas. See what that says. 
the very first part of it says they were looking around for the kingdom of heaven to come right now and Jesus wanted to correct that so he told them the parable of the minas and he said take what you got go out and work with it and make it into something more and whatever else you have then you'll be blessed with even more than that you'll be surprised so when you see it then you'll be able to free yourself from it this manipulation of your blind faith and we'll talk about the actual practice of healthy faith in another podcast blessings everybody